Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Think back to when you were dating your spouse and just the thought of seeing each other kind of made your heart race. It was impossible perhaps not to think about them, but over time that passion can kind of fade away if you don't invest in your relationship. I'm John Fuller along with Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley. Uh, They run our marriage department here at Focus on the Family and uh, either one of you speak into this. Why do we take our spouse for granted? Why do we slip into that kind of whatever mentality? Yeah, John, it reminds me of a quote by Raymond Chandler that says, The first kiss is magic, the second is intimate, and the third is routine. Oh. And I think for so many couples that they they just kind of slip into this predictable routine because they get involved in so many other things. So they're focused on raising kids and working and just doing all these other things that it's easy for the relationship just to become Boring routine. Mm. Now, Aaron, you don't experience that with Greg, so... I was certainly not talking about us. (laughs) (laughs) My marriage is so boring. You want to... Don't go there. Pipe down. Pipe down. Breathe. Serenity now. Yeah. The truth is, John, is that as human beings, we are drawn to the familiar, and we can get into that routine, and thus... Having our spouse there, we can start taking him or her for granted. And so it's just recognizing that as the routine sets in, we don't have to slip into that. We can fight that. You can be intentional. And uh, we're going to hear now from a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Kathy Lipp. She's a very popular author and speaker and has some really practical advice to keep your marriage strong. Let's get right down to it. Do we have to be that methodical to get to a good relationship? Well, I think that... Okay, let's talk about this. We've been talking um, off the air a little bit about running and exercising and things like that. And I don't think that a marriage is any different than trying to get health, you know, whether it's healthy in your life or healthy in your marriage. If you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to be running a 5K, but I'll do that on the day, you know, and not doing the prep for it, (laughs) you're going to be in pain. Exactly. There's going to be some soreness and some other things involved. But I do think that we need to be a bit intentional about our marriages. And that's not to put a burden on anybody. This is all good stuff. This is all fun stuff. But there does have to be a bit of a plan because you can go, especially depending on the season of your life, we were talking about that. You could go for a month and not have a real in-depth conversation except about the bills or maybe the trouble your kid's in at school. And if you're not pouring into that relationship, those conversations are so draining, you could end up feeling like, wow, this is really tough. Kathy, you know it's hard with that. It, diet is a great, for me, it's that analogy. You want to lose weight, you know, so you say, okay, I'm not going to eat these things. But then all of a sudden, it's like you're craving those things, and mm-hmm. you end up eating the very things that are not the right things to eat. Right. More so than if you were kind of ignoring it all. Yes. And it's such a odd thing. Why does the human spirit, why do we gravitate <laughs> toward doing the very thing we shouldn't do? Well, you know, God started talking about that back in Genesis. You know, we want what we can't have or shouldn't have. And we are created for so much more than that. We are created to have these healthy relationships, these things that God wants us to be able to enjoy. He wants us to be able to enjoy our marriage, enjoy our partner. But when we're stuck in the minutia of all that has to get done to the, during the day and we're putting 
our emphasis on the urgent instead of the important. And the important is that relationship. Mm. Then it's easy to get distracted and spend our time wanting the things that we don't necessarily need. And it's really well said. And I don't know about you, John. I can relate to that. Putting your emphasis on the urgent rather than the important. Mm. That's a great way to say it because so often those things are most important to us. We neglect and our relationships within the family are certainly one of them. I know as a father that that is a burden that I have at times, not just with Jean, my spouse, but often as a dad, I you know I travel quite a bit, and I'll I'll feel that burden that um, you know I'm not there at that moment for my sons. Yeah. I try to be. I mean, right. it's it's one of the burning desires in my heart to make sure that I'm the dad that they need, but I still fall short, and it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to be human. To have real life get in the midst of what is really, really important. And I think that you know part of what I'm talking about in the book is that it's not saying, okay, every single day we're going to spend two hours looking longingly into each other's eyes. Well, and what does it look like? I think it looks like a lot of little things, mm. a lot of little things. And it's about paying attention and being intentional. So uh, most of the things in the book are you know, I give you 21 projects, these little things to do. And it's not every day for each of the spouses. But one day it's saying, you know what, you know what your husband's favorite candy bar is. Sometime this week, pick it up, put it on his nightstand, tell him he doesn't have to share with you or the kids (laughs) or the dog. It's the little things just just say, it's going back to when we were dating, or maybe when we were engaged, and our mind was on our spouse all the time. We couldn't help but think about them. It was hard to work. It was hard to do anything else in life because we were so concentrated on that relationship. And then the marriage happens, and daily routines happen, and then kids come along, and it's easy to lose a little bit of that. And all I'm saying is, let's recapture 5% of that. And 5% can go a long way to making your spouse feel loved and making you feel loved. Why is that intentionality? that's required to get this accomplished. Why is that so hard for us? Why is it hard? I mean, John, I don't know about you. You're just but speaking for yourself. Yeah, thanks a lot for <laughs> bailing me out here. But I, it's so simple to put those things first, to think about what Jean might like tonight. What right. would inspire her tonight? What could I give her that would show her I love her? Um, I mean, why? what is robbing our imagination of that kind of creative um, expression in our marriages? So here's what, okay, I love a good chick flick. I'll be honest with you. I <laughs> so does love John. A good, so, so John, okay. Yeah, we have that I in common, <laughs> I do too. There's some good ones out there. But you, the premise of the chick flick is that we spend all our time winning the love of that other person. And the end of it is the marriage. Mm. And once the marriage happens, it's all done. You don't have to try anymore. You don't have to do anything. You know, that is the goal. And we know that marriage is just the beginning. But it's hard to stay intentional when all of our society says, you know what, you're just building up to this. That is the prize at the end of all this. And everything will just magically work itself out. And we know that that's not true. We know that more effort has to be put in after the vows are said than before. You know, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, Jim, but there was a time when we were courting uh, when Dina looked at me. It it had been a long day. She looked at me across the sofa. We were both just bone tired. And she said to herself, there will be plenty of nights like this, Mm. and that's okay. That's a smart woman. Well, yes, and I've delivered on my end. I've given given her (laughs) lots of moments like like that. that. That's funny. But I think what you just said is so true. The expectation is for this, but... In reality, there are ups and downs, to use that word that Jim used in the introduction. There are seasons. 
O'Greg and Aaron, as Kathy said, it's oftentimes those little things that really can make a big difference in a couple. Um, Aaron, we kind of had fun at the beginning, but let's go ahead and be a little more serious. What are some of the little things? How's, how do they make a difference for you and Greg? It's such an opportunity because you can do little things each and every day. There's things that can be done daily, weekly, and annually even. Really, the daily connections that we see is, how do you say good morning? Hmm. How do you say goodbye when someone's leaving for the day? How do you connect during the day as you're separated from each other? How do you greet each other when you both come home? There's just these little opportunities, John. Maybe even how you say goodnight. Hmm. How are you saying goodnight? Are you missing that opportunity? Even if you're not home and on the same schedule, there's an opportunity there to reach out. So it's looking for those little things that we can do that I know Greg and I have really been intentional about this for about the last 10 years and it makes a huge difference. Mm. I know for me, even thinking about little things like saying thank you, um, I think Aaron even found this research that we're more likely to thank a stranger than we are our own spouse. Mm. And, and again, it's easy to take one another for granted and just sort of expect that, well, I do these things, you need to do these things. And when Aaron does those things, Maybe I'm not thanking her enough. And so I know that for, for me that, that I keep looking for those opportunities. Um, she made breakfast this morning for us. And, and just to be able to thank her. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. Thank mm. you for, for taking the time. I know you're busy as well. Um, affirmation is another one of those little things. Um, guys typically don't affirm other guys throughout the day. John, you never come by my office just to tell me how amazing I am, which yeah. is very well, hurtful. When you do something worthy, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're that's still, what I tell them, too. You're still waiting. <laughs> women. Yeah, but we don't do it naturally. Yeah, we don't. Point. I think women, on the other hand, they're just so excellent at affirming. Yeah. We just had a staff luncheon. And, and it was so funny just to when all the women get together, just, just how quickly, oh, I love that outfit. Oh, are those new shoes? And oh, I love that, you know, what, whatever. And, and, and so doing that for each other is, 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 is a husband yeah. and a wife. What, what an opportunity to affirm. Affirming is talking about who they are as a person. So, yeah, I love your sense of humor. I love how caring you are. I love that, you know, the way that you care for our children. Yeah. Things like that so, can make such a big difference. So thanking is for maybe what they did. Right. Affirming is for who they yes. are. Yes. And we have to really dial into that because we're all on a journey together as married couples. We're going to change, but affirming and speaking kind of a blessing into the good stuff really uh, is a great way to grow the marriage, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. But it's not just those daily things. It's also, you know, having a weekly date night. Yeah. But then also annually going on an adventure together. You know, keep the connection alive and spicy and new. It's just like exciting. That. It's an opportunity. Spicy. All right. So every year have some spice and uh, the rest of the time <laughs> on work adventure. on the small stuff. Well, whatever season you're in, and, and maybe some of this is just difficult for you, please know that we care. We want to help you. We have counselors if you're uh, really feeling like none of this is connecting for me. We can't do any of it. Um, let us know how we can serve you. Meantime, we do want to recommend Kathy Lip's book, Happy Habits for Every Couple, because as Greg and Aaron have been sharing, it's those little things that you cultivate, the little routines that make life more than just routine. And Kathy's book will encourage you in that. Uh, make a donation to Focus today, and we'll say thank you for joining our support team by sending a copy of that to you. 
And if you haven't yet taken our free marriage assessment, we must be approaching, what, 900,000 people? We are, yeah. Which is awesome. It's a great little tool. takes just a few minutes. It gives you some practical feedback right away that you can work on uh, and employ and some things you can feel good about in your relationship. It's free. Uh, Look for the link to the marriage assessment and to donate for Kathy's book, all in the show notes. We'll hear more from Kathy Lipp next time with additional great ideas about keeping your marriage strong. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of our team, thanks so much for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.